Hi, welcome to Hanging with the Oregon Homies. I'm Frankie Trujillo-Dalby and... And I'm Oscar. And our show airs Fridays at 1230 to 1 and it repeats on Monday, on Saturdays rather, uh, 1230 to 1. And we are also podcasted all over the internet. Wherever you get your podcasts, just look for Hanging with the Oregon Homies. And today we're going to talk about storytelling, one of my favorite topics, because <laughs> if you haven't figured out already, we tell a lot of stories. And um, so uh, let's start with some stories. So <laughs> what stories did you grow up hearing about, Oscar? Well, that most of the stories in the, which were told by my grandma that was always about of us that are trying to behave. Uh-huh. The uh, first thing was uh, what happens that if see that what happens that if we don't listen to our parents, uh-huh. and then also that and uh, and she would speak about the uh, kukui and of course the what I'm kukui sorry. kukui uh-huh. and what's that mean? It's just that the devil and and oh. the evil spirits. And so that's oh, something oh, oh. that which that that which was always meant to keep us at in line. <laughs> So. <laughs> right, but she didn't say you have to do these things and then you'll be a good person. The story mm-hmm. told the yes. made the lesson, didn't it? No, yes. Uh, that that uh, the main thing was was that there was a moral to mm-hmm. each story. So mm-hmm. so that's something that which of course that our grandma that was very big. Uh, that the other thing is also my uh, grandma. See and see and so my grandma that grew up in a farm. Uh huh. Basically, they're in, they're in Mexico. And the only thing was that she never had formal education. Mm-hmm. So so one of the ways in which uh, knowledge that was passed on was through stories. Yeah. And so what happens was that uh, with us, that's the same thing in uh, what she did. Yeah. And she would tell us stories like, for example, uh, like one, <laughs> well, and it's kind of funny that one of the stories in uh, which... Uh, she actually that would tell us was uh, once that we were misbehaving there with our parents. Uh, she would say that of growing back while well, well, back in Mexico and uh, one of her friends was misbehaving and was not listening oh. to, uh, to her parents. Mm-hmm. And so what happened was that uh, and they were playing out there near that the river. Mm-hmm. So what happened was, was that the little girl that was swallowed that into the ground and her arm that was just out. Oh my! And see, and so this is that the thing that which my uh, grandma that kept saying. See, and so this is why that you need to listen to your mom and dad. Uh, that another one was that also was that she was even telling us that when she was very young, uh, she <laughs> and again misbehavior. And right. so what happened was that my grandma decided to go. For a walk uh, that near that the river, and then that there was this nice big tree, and and she decided to sit down and uh, just relax, and then that and then that she was thinking about that that what then happened, mm-hmm. but at, but at the same time was that she saw this furry creature, a hideous furry creature, oh. which. Which walked across her legs and Ooh. then just and then just left back. So, so that was something that again, that which was told to us. The other thing was also uh, 
was of growing up and as we were getting older that we all heard that the story that of la of la llorona mm -hmm. i was going to ask you if you yes. heard that one I'm yes you see so that. we actually had the story of the uh, see of the uh, llorona now where i lived was uh see that uh see that right behind the my parents house uh mm -hmm. there is a uh, irrigation canal uh -huh. so in summertime that every two weeks there's water and then uh close to about a, a quarter of a mile that we see that the main canal uh -huh. so for us that our grandmother would tell us that of the uh of the uh, yorona but there were times that at night that when you can hear the whales. It's like, see, uh, see, and of growing up and of being kids, and it's like, wow. Well, and it, see, and it starts to make it an impact. Yeah. Uh, that the other thing was that we also had one. Um, and see, and this story that is slightly documented. Uh, what happens was that uh, this happened with a uh, this young lady who she wanted to go out dancing. And her parents said, nope, and she came. So what she did was that she sneaked out of the house. And then that she went to Juarez oh. to a uh, nightclub. Oh. And so what happens was that she see, and, uh, she was there uh, dancing. And then this um, good-looking guy came up to her and uh, was dancing. And, and, and uh, then that they were having that a splendid night. Mm -hmm. and, it, see, and it wasn't until she started to notice him changing mm -hmm. and uh the only thing was that this was getting closer to to uh 2 a.m in the morning uh -huh. and then that she started to see that the changes and then that she saw his feet uh -huh. which and which were chicken feet oh and then uh he scratched her so part of this that is actually true that because uh with the uh Diario de uh, Juarez yeah. did document the incident, but the only thing was that they never said exactly who the who was the assailant. Uh -huh. So, so see, so there's these things that about. <laughs> so it turned into sort of one of those urban myths, kind yeah. of like you mm -hmm. know. Oh, interesting. yes. You see, so some of these stories that which my that which my own children that I have not heard. But I myself have also shared that that some of the stories that which has that which have happened to me, and it's just like uh, growing up. And what happened was that see, see, and so my dad passed away when I was ten years old. Oh, early. Mm -hmm. And so what happens was uh, just see and see see, and it's just like a uh, see a curious child. Mm -hmm. My mom took me to uh, Kmart, and uh, this is uh, when I was roughly about. 11 and a half mm -hmm. okay. and and one of the weirdest things was that um we went to kmart and i told my mom hey mom and uh, do you know what and i'm going to the toys and uh, just out of curiosity and so right there that at the toys and i see uh the uh ouija board oh. and so i picked it up and the strangest thing was i was i got this cold chill that which ran yeah. through the back of my neck. Okay. Now, and then this lady that out of the blue just came and she told me, don't buy that. 
and uh, this is absolutely evil. Yeah. And uh, then she told me that that she and her family that they played that they played with it. So many terrible things came about that they actually threw it out in the trash can. Yeah. And then next morning. It, the uh, board was back in their house Ooh. that with everything and then she said that they tried to burn it wow and they didn't burn and then she was telling me that all this and then that the weird thing was that she said yeah and i finally went to a priest and then that a priest and uh, took it off her hands now the funny part it is um was that See, see, and uh, this took no more than three seconds. Yeah. That I put the board game down, and uh, then I saw that the lady walking. Yeah. So I, so I walked quickly to go ask her more questions. Ah. Oh. And I never found her, and I went down all of the aisles, and I couldn't find her. So, so this brought me back, and exactly to the, uh, to some of the stories that which my grandma. Uh-huh. Taught us. So your stories were kind of ghost stories, spirit yeah. stories. Mm-hmm. So were ours. I'm surprised because, um, you know, my dad grew up in New Mexico and and in a little village, and they told lots and lots of ghost mm-hmm. stories. In fact, those were almost all the stories, unless, I mean, there were different kinds of stories he would tell. He would tell stories that were just like, you know, they always had a point, though, about a flat tire or about this or about that, something that he was cautioning us to be aware of, you know, as we were growing up. But then there were the ghost stories. And the ghost stories were usually about how, what to do if Mm -hmm. the devil or, you know, showed up um, and how to corral the devil and how a person named Juan had the power to draw a circle and to call the the witch down they're always about witches and to call the witch down or the witch that had her body parts in the fireplace because someone tried to burn her and they couldn't burn her and and so you know I mean we heard these stories growing up over and over again and they were awesome and I used to think you know, oh, they're just fun stories to scare us. You know, and a lot of times we would get the point of it. But usually, oh, these are just ghost stories, just yeah. things to, you know, to, to scare us. And um, and they kind of they kind of did. But then I was, and, and Dad always, and I wanted to know, Dad always told them as if they happened to him. Yeah. I was tending the goats, mm-hmm. and then this happened to me. Well... One year we were visiting his relatives in New Mexico and 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 because storytelling was kind of this fun activity, how you could relate to each other, the 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 adults were telling stories and drinking whiskey <laughs> but telling stories and and those of us kids, you know, we were kind of listening. we weren't we could have been in the room, but we knew this wasn't where we were supposed to be. but we were listening to him and they, my uncle Ephraim started telling the story as if it happened to him that my dad used to tell that happened to him. And I said, I didn't say anything at the time, but later I said, Dad, this, well, me and my cousins argued. 
And I said, no, no, that happened to my dad. And he said, no, 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 no. I've been hearing these stories for years. That happened to my dad. And so we're thinking, hmm, they can't have happened to both of them, you know. So later I asked dad, I said, you know, remember that time? And he said, yeah, yeah. And I said, I don't understand. How could this have happened to Uncle Ephraim when you told him that they happened to you? And he said, Frankie, that's easy. We were together when those things happened. (laughs) (laughs) And I just laughed and I thought, how creative. But then we found these stories in a book of folklore, New Mexican (laughs) folklore. And I, I, it had never occurred to me that these were, these were stories that had been told for centuries mm-hmm. in that area, and um, and so me and my aunts were reading them, and it was really fun. And look, look, there's that story, and oh, look, there's that story, and my dad was kind of in the same room with us, listening to us, and he got very angry. He said, "Why?" Do you want to read them in that book when you've got the real thing right here? And I thought about that for a while. And And I started learning about folklore and stuff. And I realized that there was so much more going on here than just the story. It wasn't about the words on the page. It wasn't about that. It was that we had this interaction together. And it that made the story real. And that's what gave the story life. And... And it also kind of translated into why didn't we ever, people would say, why didn't you record your dad telling these stories? <laughs> and I'm really glad we didn't because that would have taken the spirit out of the story. And you're laughing. Tell me about what you're laughing about. I'm actually laughing that because we actually recorded that our, uh, that our grandma meeting. You did. <laughs> did you you recorded them all? No. Uh, that one time that that my uh, well that my brother Juan that decided to record that the grandma, but the only thing was that my grandma Mitty that didn't like getting recorded. Uh huh. And that's so. And uh, see and see and so what we did was that we brought that the big old stereo that you know that from the eighties. That big boombox, and uh, which we used to carry into yeah. us, and then um, we I actually had to hide it, and then that we actually recorded. Oh. Now, now that one of the things was also um, to maybe that you may have that something that very similar was was my uh, was that my grandma that was a little bit like of a uh, was a little bit of a uh, curandera. Oh yeah. Okay. And so what happened was, see, and we actually had that this recording. So what happened was that after my dad's death, that all of us went through a trauma. But the only thing was uh, that the only thing was that everybody forgot about me. And even though that I was the one who, who was there and who saw everything. Oh. So what happens was that my uh, that my sister Letty that that was having problems, that my uh, brother Juan that was having problems, and so what happens was that my grandma told my mom, no, that you need to get this this certain herb, mm-hmm. and then that my mom got it. That see, and then that my uh, grandma got a chair, sat down that my sister. And I still remember, and I see, and uh, this is not being mean, but I, 
but it's just a fond memory that of my grandma and yeah. of just her voice and see see and then that she would be going that with the with the herb that of making that the sign of the cross from the head to the chest and the, to the rest of the body and then that she would say Vente Maria Jose, no, 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 nah. Vente Maria Jose, no te asustes, no te espantes. And what's that <laughs> she, mean? Uh, and uh, she was invoking that Mary and uh, Joseph and oh. uh, see, and also for them that not to leave and not to be scared. Oh. And uh, then uh, she would go back again and uh, then that instead of saying now that Jose, she would say uh, Maria Leticia, and I then put in that my sister's name, oh. and see, and then that repeated the whole phrase, and of doing that the same thing. So when it came to my brother, and of of course uh, my brother's name that was Juan was uh, Ben, and see, and one second Jose Juan, no te asustes, no te espantes, and then that all is, and then uh, towards see, and then that towards the end was was that my grandma would say, well that. Well, that uh, you need to drop that the herb uh, at see uh, at an intersection. Uh, mm-hmm. The only thing was that because at the intersection that makes a cross. Oh, okay. So yes, and uh, see and uh, see and see and a lot of these things that come again that from Mexico, yeah. and it's see and it's part of our see and it's part of our culture and it's part of yeah. things that which we see and that which we grew up. Yeah, but. <laughs> well, and and not only did we grow up with stories like this, but we grew up. I don't know about you, but we grew up believing in supernatural things mm-hmm. because those are the stories that we had heard for forever, and it became very real for us. And and in fact, um, I'm at the risk of sounding a little crazy here, you know, my my sisters and I, whenever we need help. We call on my dad, and my dad's been gone for quite a while now. But we call on him to help us and to whatever it is that we need, or you know. And and um, one time at my sister, my one of my sisters was passing, and we would call on dad to help help her, you know, take her. And um, and after about the second day, we said, where. Where's Dad? How come he's not? You know, what's the deal? Well, a little bit later, my my brother-in-law, he said, you know, something really weird's been going on in the house. He said, I have changed this light bulb probably three times in the last two days. He said, I don't understand it. And then the, my sisters and I went, Ah, of course. <laughs> He's been here all along, and we just didn't notice it. You know, we didn't recognize that he was here, and and I think it's because we grew up with these stories that that made us believe that spirits were alive, and that and 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 it wasn't a religious thing; it was a more like a supernatural thing. But the stories always did have a point. They mm-hmm. always, and our stories, even though it might be harder for people to get it, they always have a point. Um, but there is just that entertainment part of it, too, don't you think? No, yeah. No, yeah. And it's just like I said that with my grandma, that some of the things that which she would say. <laughs> yeah. And it's like, wow. Hijo de abuelita. <laughs> but, but either way, that we knew that she always meant it. Yeah. Um, 
that and see see and i just reflecting back and it shows that even though she would tell us that the, these stories that the main thing was that she still killed cared for us yeah okay. uh yeah for <laughs> see and 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 uh, for me, and I'll probably say that it's a little bit of a family drama, but but for us that we actually that didn't quite grow up that with love of grandma. Oh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, but the only thing was that was that we knew that all of these stories was that she always that she always meant right. Uh huh. That oh. of uh, just trying to uh, connect to all of us. The other thing was that from all of my cousins. We that we were the ones that who were always paying attention to her, uh-huh. see, and of uh, see, and of always willing to listen the, uh, to the stories, and it's yeah, and and it's just see, and it's just like the weird thing, and it's just like the story that I, which I said, and it's just like the story that which you have shared that about your dad. Mm-hmm. It's that those experiences, some of us actually gain that some of those stories. Yeah. Which may seem a, a little bit like supernatural that mm-hmm. at times, mm-hmm. but the only thing it's like, and it's like my kids and the, they they love asking me that about oh. that experience. Cool. So that's cool so, <laughs> that they do mm-hmm. that they're interested in how you grew up and 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 that part of of your life that because to me. I don't know. To me, stories are like the spice. They're like the 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 thing that that it. Well, it's just a way of relating to each other. That to me is really meaningful. And I I think folks probably recognize that in our programs. This is what we do. We mm-hmm. talk. We and to me, we couldn't explain our culture any clearer than. By enacting it, by just being who we are, and um, and so, I mean that's one of the funnest things about getting to know you is someone will we can share stories. Right. Well, well, and the see uh, the see and the, the other thing was like see and see and the, this is where I can say that for my own family. Uh, and, see and so my grandmother was uneducated. Mm-hmm. My that my other grandfather that the same thing that they were uneducated and so my great grandfather that they were all but to us that storytelling was the way to even tell that our own history yes and tell that yes. our, and the see and the say our own yes. roots that's right and 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 that's I right. think that that even if we look at it historically. Mm-hmm. That we have always seen this, yeah. that the storytelling is a way to to tell that our own history, to tell that about that our own um, failures, that our own uh, 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 see that our own accomplishments. Yeah, and and it and it's just like uh, see, and it's just like the story that my mom told us. And uh, this comes at from my grandma, that from my mom's side. And so what happens was that uh, my uh, grandma was a very beautiful young lady, mm-hmm. and uh, she see, and uh, she was engaged that already in, in, to get married. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, and so what happened was that my grandfather, during a uh, party, he really liked her. Uh-huh. So what happened was that my grandfather stole my uh, grandmother. Ooh. Yeah. And so what happened was that my uh, was that my grandfather had his way with her. Oh. And then took her back. And t- t- wow. so what happened was that uh, my uh, grandmother got pregnant there with my mom. Mm-hmm. So what happens was that uh, so you can see again that the morals in uh, which we come right the moral here. So what happens was that uh, her fiance that even see and her fiance that was still willing to marry her, but mm-hmm. the only thing was that my grandmother said no. Uh, uh, you see that no matter that how much I love you, mm-hmm. I still feel uh, unclean and unworthy for you. Oh. So this story was was wow. was uh, was told to us that uh, to tell us that a little bit that of our own history. Right. But at the same time, but at the same time that that this showed, this demonstrated the uh, type of convictions and uh, which my grandmother had, and and yeah. See, and one of the biggest things was that see was even though that the act that was terrible. She said, of course, the beautiful gift was my mom. So, I love that story. I'm afraid we're going to have to stop <laughs> telling stories now. Oh, oh, Bill Dalby, our <laughs> producer, just said, no, 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 we have three minutes. <laughs> well, is that long enough to tell a story? I got to tell one, one quick story then. Um, uh, when we talk about how stories have meaning and um, they're teaching us things, one of the stories my father used to tell uh, was about his um, brother who was younger than he was and his brother wanted to be uh, a journeyman plumber and you know to do that you have to take classes mm-hmm. and such and um, at his class uh, for math uh, he was told by the uh, instructor that he was going to have to work three times as hard because he was Mexican to to get his license and um, and so my uncle took up the, the challenge and worked three times as hard and showed him that he could, that he would succeed no matter what. And so, you know, this was told to us more than once. And, the, and when I think back about what did, how did my parents teach us about racism or, you know, this was the story. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't told with animosity like, oh, that guy, you know, was a bad guy, it was told very factually, and this is what happened, but this is what, this is what your uncle did, mm-hmm. and this is how your uncle, so it was a story about resilience and not allowing uh, somebody to stop you if you're, if you're really motivated to succeed or to get what you want. And um, so, you know, that was one of those stories that had a very clear message to it, to all of us. But Dad never said, so this is how you live your life. Yeah, I think, yeah. So um, so that's that's my last story, because I know we're really running out of time. Did you want to say something um, in our uh, to uh, in our last moments? That all I would say is that uh, those of you who I think who may not have stories, share them there with your own children, and then just yeah. just that pass down that that your own history to yeah. your own kids. 
Yep, I totally agree. And 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 there's lots of research out there that says that stories is how we all make meaning out of mm-hmm. life, not just those of us who are Mesoamerican, but everybody. So in our last moment, so I don't get in trouble here for going over time, um, next week, Ginger Govea is going to be on our air. She's going to talk about all of the activities that she's been involved with for the last four years um, with, and I'm going to miss-say it, Acompañar. I'm sorry. I'm a terrible Spanish speaker. Um, Acompañar. Thank you. <laughs> and, um, and so that's going to be really special um, to have her on the air. And I want to just thank everybody for listening today to me and to Oscar um, on Hanging with the Oregon Homies. And I know folks are, are accessing the podcast because every now and again I get a little message and um, we want to thank Bill Dalby for being here and listening to our stories. And um, remember, KYQ can always use your donations. So thanks very much, folks. Thanks. <laughs>